0: Declaration hey! Declaration. No I got declaration, but oh shoot, I got declaration, I just unplugged my computer accidentally. Um, I got declaration, but I did not get the, um, the eponemis. What is an eponymous It's, it's, um, my pronunci- pronunciation of, of eponemis. You mean eponymous? Um... Sure, whatever you say. Um, If that's what it's called, that's what it's called. I say eponemus. I don't know why. Um, Why would you call eponymous eponymous. eponemus? That's because I've heard it said that way before. Um, But you know what? I'll bring up – you know what I'm going to do? I will bring up uh, the internet of all things, and I'll have it say it loud, and we'll see how it's pronounced. So let's get on with the review of Declaration. Okay, so Declaration is not – Eponymus or eponymous, it's declaration. No. It's declaration with a whole bunch of great extra tracks on C D number two. Declaration, and then we've also got a got a LP version of this as well. But let's talk about the C D, because that's got the most stuff on it. L P version I could not find last night. I got it. I I got it from Amazon. That's buddy. You just gotta order from the right place. Well, I was looking, I wanted to find it in the wild, and it wasn't there. Uh, well, don't try to find it around here. We couldn't find alarm records around here in the wild. Why would you think find it back in the day? Why would you think you'd find it now? Music Plus, we could find it. Music you know. Plus and The Warehouse both had I mean, 12-inch singles. So let's go on. We wanted to talk about um, the double CD of Declaration and or the tracks that made it on to the, re- the, um, the uh, vinyl because – I have the vinyl, so I'll go get that. Why don't you entertain the listeners while I go get my vinyl copy, okay? Okay. Well, I'm going to go through the track listing on CD2 because my computer decided to come up and go back down again. CD2 has a a CD – I'm sorry. CD1, completely remastered declaration, marching on, where were you hiding when the storm broke, third light, 68 guns, we are the light, shout to the, the devil, blaze of glory with banjos, tell me. The Deceiver, The Stand, The Prophecy, Howling Wind. All of them sound fantastic in my I'm $100 back. Did, did you figure out how to pronounce Eponemus yet? No, my, the computer turned off again. The computer now is like – oh, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm turning back on. I'll get there sometime. Before this is over, we'll get Ep- Eponemus pronounced for us properly by the computer. Okay. CD2, Peace Train, Where you hiding When The Storm Broke, Take 1, 68 Guns, original drum take version. Unbreak the Promise, acoustic version. Howling and Wind, acoustic version. What kind of hell? The Villain Steps. Reason 41, second generation. The chant has just begun, single version. Bills of Rimini. Rumini. Bill, Rumini. Just bills? like Epidemus. I think it's the Bells of Rumney, by the way. Rumini, you know. Just like Epidemus. Yes. Bound for glory. The channel's has just begun 12-inch version, Absolute Reality single version, which is different than the one that was released on the American Strength album, Reason 36, and Room at the Top. All right, and the I'm going to the LP. Rockin'. LP is Declaration, Marching On, We're Hiding the Stormbrook, Third Light, 68 Guns, We Are the Light, Shout to the Devil, Blaze of Glory. Apparently, this is a shorter version to make it actually fit. Um on the record and Mike Peters told me that apparently the original version of declaration was longer than any lp the side 2 was longer than any lp side was supposed to be and so it made the sound sound not quite as good and so what he did was use an edited version of blaze of glory he said he edited out the the part at the end um the part at the end happens to be my favorite part but anyway what 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 speeds up again yeah but yeah, anyway, that's the part I, you don't edit out. I get it. I get it. Anyway, he <laughs> had to edit something out. Okay, side three. Peace Train, Where High in the Stormbrook, Take One, Unbreak the Promise, What Kind of Hell, Pavilion Steps, Reason 41, Second Generation. Side four, The Chan has Just Begun, Bells and Bound for Glory, Reason Absolute Rowdy, Reason 36, Room at the Top. I want to talk about I, this other side. Again, of the I think that's Romney. Okay, that's fine. Oh, Bells and Romney, right. Right, Ipanemus. Well, I'm about to get eponymous to, to, to be pronounced. Okay, so um, while we're doing so, what do you think of the Side One Declaration CD production remastering, Steve? Well, I, I think the, it sounds better. It sounds better than the Alarm 2000 version. I don't know exactly why, but it sounds better. It sounds fuller. I listen to this stuff in the car, and um, I really, really think it sounds much deeper. In fact, um, we can go to. And when you go to Side 2, I tell you, there's lots of bass on Side 2 that I never heard before. Um, on um, the, uh, on yeah, the, it seems two. like the bass is up in the mix on all of them, which is what should have happened with all of the records. Um, uh, what I did hear was a couple differences. Um, Blaze of Glory is, again, the version with um, the banjo in it. And I recall, and even it's in the liner notes... The complaint about Alan Shacklock bringing in a dude with the banjo to play on "Blaze of Glory," and and Mike had f- he actually, I remember this is back almost twenty years ago. He said to me something like, "Oh shit, the banjo version got on the Alarm two thousand, and uh, it's not what he meant to do, and it's on this one as well." And I wonder if that has become the new, you know, uh, version of "Blaze of Glory," or if that was another mistake. I think we have to ask Mike that. We'll have to. Eponymous. 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 Who's that? that? Is that like a ghost telling us what mm-hmm. Eponymous is? That's a dictionary. That's a dictionary. Saying is that Eponymous. Like an EVP. Was mm-hmm. that an EVP we recorded? Wait, let's hear that EVP again of the poltergeist telling us something. Oh uh, wait! Listen, listen. Eponymous. See? See? Eponymous. the the, uh, the polter we're recording says that it's poltergeist a poltergeist. It's eponymous, not Eponymous. Um, I'm gonna find another dictionary though, so let's let's move on. Right, I still think it'd be pronounced Epanimus. Okay, so blaze of glory has that difference in it. And then the other thing that I noticed is on Tell Me, which is a, one of my favorite tracks on this. Um, it's too that the it feels like the song comes in, uh, the guitars come in a little bit lower than they used to on the original mix. And it was a bit shocking when they came in um, on the original mix, but I but I got used to it. And so here it's it's different. Yeah, I go da 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 very low, and then da da, da 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 I don't know why I'm doing it with my mm-hmm. mouth. We can play the song, well, the piece of the song we're doing it. But both, yeah, um, you know what? Let's play some of the banjo, and then and then uh, so let's play that right now, so we can talk about that or we can hear that um, to hear. Okay, and then now let's play that yeah, piece of Tell Me. Let's show, actually, let's do it twice. Let's play the deck, the original version of Tell Me right here. What does it feel like to be free? Yeah. What does it feel like? Take a look. Can you hear that, how the guitars crash yeah. in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now let's yeah, yeah. play the it's new some, you one. You know what? Honestly, um, it sounds a little bit like a demo on that one. Just, no, I'm not being mean. What I mean is the way they produced it, the it sounds like, one? oh, the, well, yeah, it's spliced, in, it's spliced in with some guy cutting tape and and um, with you know a little bit splicey where the – let's hear the new one. I like to be free. Yeah, I mean it. it does sound it sounds different. I don't know if it's better or not. At this point, I don't know if it matters. Uh, no, it doesn't. I mean, even the original one doesn't sound as spicy as I try to make it sound. But when you when you hear it uh the new version it definitely sounds different like it's it's more polished well here's what i like uh, about this record i mean listen just taking a step back declaration is really i mean this is really my introduction to the alarm for real i remember uh buying this tape sometime in 1984 probably in the spring because it it what i thought it we got it for a birthday but we didn't cuz that was like a month before it actually got released on february 15th 1984 Um, So it was in the spring, and I know I had – we had a realistic brand tape recorder from Radio Shack, and we had some giant headphones that dad had in a box in his room. And I put the headphones on and listened to this tape cassette maybe a billion times in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah and Different. when when you weren't listening Amazing. to it I, I tried to squeeze my head in edgewise and listen to when I wasn't playing on the Atari 800 I think we just swapped between those two things That's what we probably did. But I, this is what yeah. struck me about this record and I liked Declaration of Marching On and I like 68 Guns and I like Third Light. But what I really liked was We Are the Light. That was my um that yeah. was the song that I loved and uh um, used to I used to be like the the Live staple. All the, you got all the other songs, but We Are the Light was like, okay, we're getting near the end. We're not totally to blaze of glory yet. Now we got to We Are the Light, and that's when like the house lights would dim and the well, they lighters end, would come on. They and, used to end their whole set with We Are the Light. So you okay. know, back in the back in the they did do that day, at UCLA too. So. They did at UCLA. They ended. They that was the the track that wasn't shown on M- MTV. Um, but then later they would they would they would. It would they'd split between that and something else, but um, I mean the original show that people you know love about the Alarm was they start with Declaration of Marching On and end with We Are the Light and everything else in the middle is gravy. So I remember loving We Are the Light and like you said, and then you you told me that your favorite came right after. Yeah, at the um, for a while, Shout to the Devil was my favorite along with Third Light. Now Third Light always sounded a little under recorded to me, like un- under produced. Um, and this version on this record and and of the both sound like much bigger in the mix like um the song that to me that was originally produced the best sound like okay somebody got in there and really tweaked everything and made the acoustic guitar sound properly were tell me in the deceiver and then um, obviously the stand just rocked in there too i think we are no Light what i'm is saying is, then howling so howling wind and and um and um, Howling Wind was totally different, right? It, it used a different type of guitar. Yeah. But I think that We Are the Light and uh, Shout to the Devil were the two that, that really got me as being, oh, these are produced. These are not. Pro- I didn't even know about record production, right? So because I'm only 14, and there was no information about this stuff. But I just kind of thought, wow, those two sound the best in our re- in the realistic tape recorder with the headphones, right? Like there was nothing. I couldn't say, oh, it's the it's the There's nothing wrong with them where I could point out the technology I was listening to was making them sound bad where I thought maybe with 68 Guns, it was because it wasn't really created right for the tape recorder we're listening to it in or something like that. For me, for some reason, the second half of Blaze of Glory was like my favorite part of a record ever. Um, yeah. You know, when we would, when we finally got to see them live and everyone sang Blaze of Glory at the end, I was like, ah, yeah, that's cool, that's cool. But let's get to the end of the song, my favorite part. So, um, you know, it's, it's always even, even to yeah. this day when, when everyone sings out the end of Blaze of Glory, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I really like that, that second half of that song where it just kind of raises it up and, you know. Um, so let's play a little bit so of that right that's now. That's probably – go ahead and play it. Yeah, yeah let's play that of music from the alarm. Getting in the morning does the same thing. Anyway, I just want to say it, that's, uh, and Armageddon that's in my, morning, my favorite. We, even, we can't even. That is, you know, my favorite song. So yeah, my favorite. Uh, my it, favorite song in this era of alarm song and Mike Peters song is that, is that also, and they're very similar, but not not that similar. Yeah, I know. I can't it's wait because Mike. They said like there's there's a few other really good songs that Mike has recorded for the next version of that record, but that's that's for another time. Um, Right, so so declaration. I mean, this was this was the album, right? I mean, that's just another time. By the way, we already did a podcast on that entire record. That was the last podcast we did. I think. Oh no, I mean, I mean for the new record that comes out. Oh, for the new version. version. Okay, but so so what always bothered me about declaration was that was strength, (laughs) was that I wanted the next (laughs) record to sound like this one. yeah, yeah, me too. And (laughs) it didn't. Hi. So this is Steve. I'm editing this, and I heard this weird sound. Did, did you hear this? And it didn't. Alright, let's listen to that one more time. What is that? And it didn't. Okay, now I'm going to turn the volume up a lot, and maybe someone can figure out what this says. And it didn't. So, I don't know what that is, but it sounds like we actually captured a real EVP as we were recording this, which is absolutely bizarre. Anyway, uh, uh, done. Um, let's go back to the podcast now. Um, so when I went to go collect Alarm records later in life, you know, five, six years later after having this or four or five years later, I, you know, I, I would look in the back of one of the Alarm fanzines and there's a, li- there's a discography and there are a bunch of songs listed that were B-sides. And I'm like, oh, I got to hear these B-sides because what it looked like there was about, you know, almost, almost Ten more songs that were written and recorded um, that could have come out of right? Declaration. I always kind of felt like there was a missed opportunity to make a second Declaration like record, um, right? Because that was it was weird to me that the chant Absolute Reality came out kind of as as singles, um, and there there could have been there could have been more. And when you look at side two and three of the LP version of this. You kind of see what could have been. Um, if you if you remove Where We Hide In The Stormbroke, take one, which is an amazing version of Where We Hide In The Stormbroke with different lyrics. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, totally different it's, lyrics. It's great. Unbreak the Promise, What Kind of Hell, Pavilion Steps, Reason 41, Second Generation, The chant Has Just Begun, Bells of Rimini, Bound for Glory, Absolute Reality, Reason 36, Room at the Top – that's an album right there. That's I an mean, album right there, right. I, Absolute Reality and the Chan has just begun with the other songs that are left off, like What Kind of Hell and Pavilion Steps and Reason 41 especially um, and Peace Train, Unbreak then, I'll the I'll Promise. The, the studio version – What Kind of the Hell, hell too? So, so all these songs have more bass in them on this – from this um, – these yes. records. Um, Reason 41, the album, the, the, record, the studio version, which I used to not like, sounds amazing on here. Um, I new, don't know yeah. if it's a new version or just another another you know mix or another remaster, but um, remastered sounded... by Pete Maher M A H E R. Well, so Pete Pete picked up the bass in the mix. Yeah, he, the other That's song that. that just drives, I'm like, wow, I forgot how great this was. It's recent thirty six. You know, I'm like, I love you know the, yeah. the way the guitar drives in the thing. I'm like, wow, this is like you know um, across the border or something. It's another amazing dave sharp song that needed to get a little bit more you know um uh, uh i guess you know prominence on a different record but um i think so what i was gonna say is i think that would have been cool for for the declaration 2 if they had finally done a real re, re- recording of um up for murder and, and um Unsafe Building, and put that on an album, and then added those two songs to the rest of the stuff here. I think you would have had the Declaration too. That people, yeah, that, you need that. You somewhere in a, on a full release of an album, you need to have um, the the base version of Unsafe Building, Right. not the acoustic version of Mike Peters sings that. It's a decent song. It's good. No, but the, one they the live was- the one they were playing live at the time, which was awesome. And I yeah, know they recorded was awesome. it. I know Micah said they recorded it for Declaration, but I, I, it's yet to surface anywhere. The other thing I might add to that record, and and you know, maybe a couple other songs might drop off or something. I'm not sure which would be. Alarm alarm from the version that we we, we did a whole podcast about. Lester, right. And also I may still want to know what happened to Four Minute Warning, that lost amazing song from 17 that there's a recorded version of that hardly anyone's ever heard before. We uh, should do a whole met. podcast right. about four yeah, minute warning. That. That's what I think we should do. Yeah, we need approval to do the podcast sure, on four sure. minute warning. That's fine. But, um Yeah. Uh, so all in all um, there are people saying that they, you know, why bring this out again? I'll tell you why, because people can now buy alarm records again, oh, right? Yeah. There are not, not, not the twenty five hundred people that are on that, the three thousand well, or whatever. It, that it alarm It's Great! It looks great. Um, yes. This is like I, I. This is the most fun I've had buying an alarm record in a long time. Like going, like actually getting it from Amazon. It showed up. You know, I think the liner notes here are pretty are, are sort of an edited version of what came on um, the Alarm Two Thousand stuff. So that's not new, but the the new photos are awesome. That are that they're. I do with. I do think there's a uh, there's a quote in the liner notes that talks about um, what, right near Sixty Eight Guns, where uh, Eddie talks about how he when he first heard uh, the production on Sixty Eight Guns, he hated the record. I think he'll like this version. Even though it's the same song, I think that the way it's produced, it sounds much better. Um, and there is – I don't know if it's a drum take version, but there is a version of 68 Guns that goes all wild, Keith Mooney and Guitari, and it's on um, Eponymous, which is the Eponymous. other record that – Eponymous. Eponymous. Uh, hold on a second. Wait, wait. Here's a um, Here's a British guy saying it. Eponymous. See, you're right. It's Eponymous. A- um, I mean the British invented anyway. the language they would know yeah they would know wouldn't they so I um I stand corrupted um so a couple more okay. things about declaration now that we're here for oh wait the b-sides first of all unbreak the promise still sounds to me like a hit song um, you know we're talking 30 years later and I listen every time I listen I'm like this should have been a hit single this is a great song yeah. this is amazing Yeah. Um, uh, Pavilion steps as well, you know. I just love that, love the that song. Um, again, you know, could they have been album tracks for a mysterious declaration too? I wish. Um, well, let's just say a, a war to a boy or a boy to a war that never came out for the alarm. They went straight to a whole different sound. Yeah. You know what I mean? like like there was like okay we did okay with that one let's move on to a full electric album and it's like there needed to be something in the middle that was a full album that get people think, more of i think the sound. reason is because there was a lot of expectation after 68 guns you know made it to like yeah. um the you got to number 6 that the alarm should have a hit single um but then the where are You hiding when the storm broke was not a hit the deceiver was not a hit they put out the chant you know, with it, you know, sounded a little bit like Frankie goes to Hollywood. A few other things to try to make a hit. Um, I think they were like, you know, the alarm had a had a spot there where the press turned on them after Sixty Eight Guns came out, um, and really turned turned it a. You know, I don't know if they responded correctly. I think, you know, I'm not sure how you respond to that. But the you know the the pr- they were press darlings for 15 minutes and then sort of taken down pretty pretty hard in the press. After right um, and it feels like and then the you know the the you know the, the hits weren't coming and they needed to do something and the something they did was change up the sound drastically for strength um, and unfortunately if you go back and listen to the strengths of the band from this record, it's more like what you'll find on reason 36 Bells of Rimini uh, Pavilion steps, uh, Romney. Rumney, Rumney, sorry, uh, bells of Rumney, unbreakable Rumney promise, e- uh, <laughs> uh, absolute reality too. Like there's, there's your hit single right there from, from your next record. Um, so it feels like there was, there was a lot of soul searching, and in that time, and the, and you know the stuff about the producer not showing up after you know strength and all that. They kind of needed to come back and be more forceful about who they were, and instead it, it felt a little bit more defensive when they came back after this record. But this this captures that time perfectly. You know, this yeah. is this is what I, this is the time when the original band was was you know cooking with gas, I guess. And I do I, if you, when, Eponimus, Eponimus, when Eponymous when Eponymus is played, and I've heard it obviously. But well, people, you can hear but the band sound like before Declaration arrived. There's actually a bunch of um, uh, tracks on there that are live, plus a lot of different versions, some that were on the EP, some that weren't. And you can hear the fire that's in there and the speed with which they played. I remember people saying like um, they saw them at the Golden Bear. I mean, even people like uh, even like John Santos and people that you know, were just punk rockers at the time and they're going, There's this awesome band. They play like a million miles a minute and they have the song about the the uh CIA the, uh, CIA and, and they're great and I think that what uh I think that some of that fire was lost when the, when Declaration came out because they didn't they didn't have a record released a full album released with just plain fire. It became okay. Let's slick slick this up a little bit for the '80s, for how the '80s sound was coming about. And um, and it, I'm sure Declaration. I mean, I love Declaration, but but you know, there were even at that point some some fans lost and and some of the press turning on well, them I because think of you, that. you know if the if if the original you know feeling had been this is a new punk rock band or this is the new got you know the new Clash or something. Um Declaration is not that. It's a great record and and it's the one I really like. Um but it it certainly is it certainly is more new wave than it is anything else. And 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 you you're right. You you lost a lot of people at that point who were looking for something less slickly produced. Um and and going on you know, I think there was a feeling among a lot of alarm fans that they they always were waiting for that return to the EP or return to that time before. But instead, it got more and more slickly produced as they went along. Instead of returning to the roots of what um, of what it could have been, uh, but I but I I still contend that that the people who don't like Declaration are missing the point. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not about it's not about them sounding like a punk rock up man. It's about the fact that this album. And the lyrics on this album are timeless. You know, the kids today that are out marching for gun control—they should be marching listening on. to every single song on this record. Both sides are perfect for going out and fighting the fight. And I remember before our last election, um, before we were sitting around and listening to the alarm, and I was thinking, "Oh my gosh, you know, everything's good now. You know, we're we're you know we're in a postmodern era where everybody, you know." All things are great. These songs count, sound kind of like you know, you know, they're dated now. You know, marching on. What are we marching for? Blah 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 blah. But now you know how quickly things turn. All of this sounds fresh and and ready and and you know to hype up a new generation of kids to go kick some ass um, on the adults who aren't doing what they need for them. So I think this is more this this record is 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 more relevant now than it's been in you know thirty years. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I, I would wish that there would be some way for it to get some press or play. You'd have to get one of these songs into another teen soundtrack 16, teen yeah. movie soundtrack, played prominently, especially "Marching On," played during marches or something. I'm not I sure. Would, I would hope. I would think for soundtrack wise, "Blaze of Glory," "Shout to the Devil," "We Are the Light," "Howling Wind," "Tell Me." Those are the same songs that we 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 gravitate towards because they're our favorites on the record. Would sound great in a soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so this is our first podcast back from a long break, and you know we promised we had a contest. We're gonna we're gonna get to that contest next time. We just want to talk about this new record, this new release, because we're so excited about it. Uh, but we will be back soon with um with a with another podcast where we clean everything up. So well, we're gonna do ep- we're gonna do eponymous. We're gonna next do eponymous next. And uh, Yeah, when it comes out. And then from the eponymous one, we'll talk about – the eponymous one, we'll talk about um, – we'll figure out who won our harmonica contest. Just one thing. Um, this is just one week after um, Mike Peters and the band had to uh, – they had to cut short the European tour because Mike was sick. And we just want to wish him happy health. He's doing great right now. The European tour, welcome back, especially European tour is, coming back. New record is done. I've heard rumors of, of, of people on this record um, that you never would think that would be playing on this record that's coming out and. There's a record coming up for Record Store Day, and there's another new record. I, now, I don't know the difference. I know that there's a full CD coming out. I don't know if the Record Store Day is a limited version it of is it. It's a limited version. It's, it's like, a, uh, like, it's like eight I think songs, there's 10 or 12 you know? tracks on it. Uh, so, so everything's going good. It looks like the tour is going to be start up again. I know that there's going to be gatherings in New York and Los Angeles for the American fans, there's going to be more more um, uh, Europe um, plane coming, I know that Dave Sharp's going to be follow- going to be with Mike on some of that. So everything's going great. This these records are fantastic. These it's are great. This is like a great beginning to restart this stuff. Great so, new time in Alarmland. So it's a lot of stuff to be happy about and excited about. And um, for Jeff and I, we'll tell you Iponemus. Talk to you next time. Iponemus. So this is Steve. Um, I took the weird sound that I heard earlier in the podcast to my friend Dan at work who works in our audio lab and he dissected it and he thinks he hears a little tap at the beginning if you can hear it right here. Um, and he thinks that means that it was a cord that brushed against something and Dan could be right or he could be wrong because when I hear it I don't hear a tap, I hear something else. I do find it strange that we made kind of a joke about the EVP earlier um with the eponymous, eponymous discussion, and then all of a sudden we hear something that sounds like one later. It just seems kind of an oddity. Anyway, I promise not to joke about that again in any podcast, because I'd rather this not happen again. Instead of focusing on that, Here are some other songs from the New Declaration that seem to have their own little voices in them, just like they did back when they were released in 1984. right. Sir.